0: The uh, turn the music up. Turn uh, the music up. Yeah, turn the music up. Uh, I'm just a getting money nigga. You ain't hurt, do i want my getting money kid. Yeah. then I go to work. Huh? That just a real nigga recipe. Uh, what else? That just a real nigga recipe. I'm just a getting money, nigga. You ain't hurt, do I want my getting money kid. Yeah. then I go to work. Huh? That just a real nigga recipe. Uh, what else? I just a real nigga recipe. Double cup sipping sippin' purple Minnesota, so drop with the box. take they try to fuck me over, Yeah. Left shoes, I just tripped up all the money. Yeah. bread fresh about the kitchen with the must. Sure. AK47 with the strap for the donkeys. Oh. Shorty with the fatty, i be tapping on the monkey. Money ain't yeah, where money when you lift the feet up. Yeah. Even on the walls like a photo gallery. That's right. Boxing niggas like fuck about the lane She uh, ain't fucking know the jet hoe fuck about the plane $50,000 on my mom wrist hanging out the window And the youngest shotgun with the choppers yeah. going in the chains I'm just a getting money nigga You ain't hurt Throw all my getting money again yeah, Then I go to work uh, That just a real nigga recipe uh, What else? That just a real nigga recipe yeah. I'm just a getting money nigga ain't so get money in, and I go to work. work. Uh, a real, nigga uh, what else? A real nigga Yo, what's the motherfucking deal in this bitch? This is your boy King Known Uncensored, and we got another one and another one and another one and another one. Huh, we're just going to call this episode The Square Up God. <laughs> you already know what topic it is on that one. But first off, before we get to that, we're just going to start off right with the news. So, the Houston Rockets have finally asked their asking price for Eric Gordon, for veteran player Eric Gordon. And it's just very simple. If you are willing to offer up the Houston Rockets an unprotected first-round pick, you can get Eric Gordon's services to be a role player on your championship team. And one team that's looking to upgrade all their parts, well, not all their parts, but to add to their team, I should say, is the Brooklyn Nets. And yes, they have first-round picks, unprotected ones. You did? And, bruh, that would be cool right there. I mean, I know the Nets have enough shooters. But what's better than enough? More. But I feel like, you know, if I were a unsuspecting GM, um... high of an asking price. It just depends on if my team needs shooting. I mean, if I'm the Phoenix Suns, I'm going to get this deal done tonight. No ifs, ands, or buts. Even if I'm Portland, I'm going to get this deal done tonight. If I'm Milwaukee Bucks, I'm getting that deal done Tonight. Um, an underrated pickup news. I hope they really keep this kid on Sacramento, because I feel like he could be very valuable going deep into the um possible play-in slash playoffs. The Sacramento Kings are signing P.J. Dozier to a 10-day contract. Now, this nigga can play. You know, he's coming off the ACL and whatnot. He's coming off of an ACL injury. And, um... I feel like he could play. He could contribute to that Sacramento Kings team easily off the bench. They need more bench pieces. So, that'd be a good pickup for them if they uh, sign him for the rest of the season. Oh, man. Sad news coming out of Brooklyn. Kevin Durant was injured a couple of nights ago. And the speculation is whether he'll miss two weeks or more. Because they're saying that he's out at least two weeks. It's an MCL sprain. Yo, man, give me some of that old... You know what I'm saying? shit, you know what I'm saying? But... This is a blow to the Nets. I mean, I know it's two weeks, but the Nets were so hot. Like, Kevin Durant was having a dark horse MVP caliber season. I mean Durant is shooting well from the field from 3 and was playing better on the defensive end. He was playing like he was in 20 like Golden State in 2017 Kevin Durant. So, I mean, it could be two weeks or it could be a month. They're expecting his return to be the week before the All-Star break. So, you know, long as it was a... uh, It wasn't a tear, Kevin Durant should be okay. Depending on the schedule, I feel like the Nets can hold down the fort and at least be... 500. Jordan Clarkson. Oh, man. Jordan Clarkson funny, man. He's one of the funniest cats in the league. This dude always squaring up on a motherfucker. So, in the Memphis Grizzlies game that they were playing against Memphis, I think it was two nights ago as well, Um, he got kind of aggressive with Memphis Grizzlies' Desmond Bain. And Desmond Bain is known for being... A trash talker. He's known for getting under people's skin. I guess Jordan Clarkson probably didn't like what he said and basically smacked him in the face. And then once he found out who smacked him in the face, you know what I'm saying? Then, you know, it was all like popcorn. Man. You know, the nigga's got this square up stance and this nigga is always ready to square up. This man on many occasions. On every team that he's been on, was ready. I mean, yes, you got the stands, but can you fight? I want to see the nigga actually, you know, get to that Brandon Ingram, James Harden, Chris Paul, or John Rondo fighting caliber shit. Is Trey Young on the trading block? There is speculation that Trey Young is not getting along with not only the coaching staff but his teammates and he is also at his last, at his wits end with this Atlanta Hawks team. You know, last year they were eliminated in the first round in 5 games and they had to claw out of the play in to get that 8 seed. Now this is a different scenario now. Where Trey Young is like, well, if we don't make the playoffs and go on a deep playoff one, I want to trade. That's what the streets is saying. And my thoughts about that is that Trey Young sweepstakes is gonna be a motherfucker. Where would Trey Young go? Can you imagine if Boston gave up their role players and got Trey Young? <laughs> Could you imagine Trey Young in Houston with those young boys? Can you imagine him in Orlando next to Paolo Banchero? Can you imagine him? Can you imagine a Tyrese Maxi and Trey Young swap? Even though I know that sounds crazy and it probably won't happen, but fuck with me on this one, DJ. Or, or check this out. Or could you imagine him in Indiana next to Tyrese Halliburton? Can you imagine that? Mm -hmm. I mean, sheesh. There's many opportunities for uh, Trey Young here. I mean, could you see the Clippers grabbing him up? Mm -hmm. Or the Miami Heat? Miami Heat have the assets, but I don't know. I feel like Atlanta's the perfect team on paper. They just got to get it together, and everybody on that team has to want to get it done every night. Jalen Brunson is on the come-up. And, man, it's it's great to see him evolve because we seen the star in that series last year when they played the Utah Jazz because me, last year, I didn't give Dallas a chance because, number one, Luka was gone. And then the Dallas Mavericks ended up getting a 2-1 lead without Luka Doncic which definitely, obviously, is going to shift my thoughts on the series. Like, you up 2-1 without your best player, and he's coming back for game four, games four through seven, even though it didn't go seven, it went six. Make me I thought for sure Utah was going to win that series last year. But Jalen Brunson cooked Donovan Mitchell, cooked Mike Conley. He cooked all of them. But, I had to acknowledge this. Like, this dude is a star player, man. He's a star player. Alongside... I mean, this dude... You know, when he signed in New York, people were saying New York overpaid him. Even me. I said they gave him a little bit too much money. A little... I said a little bit too much money. But, it's looking like it's money well spent and that I was wrong. Like... Jalen Brunson is going crazy this year. Like, most improved player is really packed. You got Laurie and you got Jalen Brunson, you got Julius Randle, you got James Harden, you got Bobo. You got so many guys that could win that award this year. Even Donovan Mitchell improved a lot, even though he's more so MVP caliber, but still. Darius Garland's another guy who's most improved once again. Oh man, I had to talk about this. The national fucking championship, bro. I know this is a bad NBA and urban music channel, but some things you just gotta talk about. This shit was awful. As the Georgia Bulldogs went undefeated, by the way, beat the fucking dog shit out of TCU. 65 to 7, y'all. That's like a bat. That's a kid's basketball score. Like, these niggas was whooping some ass. These niggas was giving them the Ike Turner treatment. My own style, uh huh. Uh huh, what's wrong? (laughs) <laughs> like you gotta be fucking kidding me like I was watching the game with my father and this homeboy and we were just sitting there like completely fucked up by this scope I'm not gonna hold you that was some funny shit like how you get your ass whooped this bad There's no fucking way possible, dude. Like, how? Like, how would the dog... How you get your ass whooped this bad? It looked like... It looks like, you know I'm saying, like... I just couldn't believe it. Like... It looked like a pro team, and the quarterback already 25 years old. This man old as a motherfucker. I'm saying, though, like... Look like Kane beating your ass. I don't know, nan nigga. I don't know nan nigga in NCAA football right now. I don't know who the who going to be the number 1 overall pick. But I know one thing. I know them boys got their motherfucking ass beat. Like they stole something. Well, let's move on. Nikola Jokic. Now, <laughs> some people might think that I hate Nikola Jokic. Let me tell you something. There isn't nobody. And I mean nobody. In the U.S. of A. That hates Nikola Jokic. The biggest Denver Nuggets, Nuggets hater. Doesn't hate Nikola Jokic. The dude is a baller. The nigga is a gamer. He's a top five player. Easily. But I just feel like those first two MVPs are questionable to me. And it's because, you know, I think which year was that? Was that this year? I think it was last year. The Nuggets were sixth. Sixth place. And there were other players... On better teams who beat better teams in a better conference that year, that didn't win and that played on offense and defense. This is my only. This is my gripe about Jokic. Jokic is a great offensive player. He has one of the best offensive skill sets in the league, and definitely reminds me of Arvidas Sabonis when he was young. But I don't think he deserved MVP either time he won. Now, however, flip side, on the flip side, right? Nikola Jokic actually deserves the MVP this year. Although he's still not my choice for MVP, but if he won this year, I got nothing to say. I'll shut the fuck up, even though I, I think that Jason Tatum. Is the MVP right now But I'm not going to argue somebody down about it I'm not going to be mad about it Or disagree about it Because the Denver Nuggets are the number one seed In the Western Conference I'm not going to jump down nobody If Jokic wins For a third time in a row Because this is the year that he deserves it He's got his whole team And ain't no excuses He don't play defense that's just a fact. He's he's one of the worst defensive players in the league. He'll block a shot now and again, but if you get him on a motherfucking one on one, the nigga is fish fish fry batter. Nigga. But um, and more big man news. Someone who was having an MVP season before he got injured for the 150th time. I bet you this dude leads all time in injuries. But Anthony Davis is expected to return this week. So... AD is, is expected to return to the Lakers. The Lakers have been on a, a little run. You know, they are what, 5-1 in the year 2023 so far? And um it should be welcoming from them. I mean, like I told you before, I feel like this Lakers team can win 42 games. And definitely. Logic, oh boy. I mean, Logic. I feel like this. I joke about him copying Kendrick and J. Cole and Drake style, but if we, if you take that, if you take that shit out of it, Logic is a very elite rapper. Logic may be a top hundred rapper of all time. In the back end, in the way back end, the way the fuck the back end, but. I mean, his albums are great. He's got a couple of classic albums, in my opinion. But he's set to uh, return with a new album this year called College Park. It's got some interesting features on here that I'm not gonna give away, unfortunately. And it's set to drop. I think it's February the 13th. I'm. Let me do an analysis here. I know this is going. It's going to piss a lot of y'all off. I know y'all be. I know a lot of y'all be secretly watching my uh, LeBron analysis videos to try to get something on me. It's all truth, baby. It's all truth. But I got a question for y'all: Is LeBron James ducking top tier competition this year? Because he set out a lot of games to where the Lakers were facing off against a more superior opponent he set out a lot of games against elite basketball teams this year and is lebron really hurt when he's doing this now i do understand that that dude got an ankle issue that he just won't take care of because i think he sat out with some soreness in his leg or his ankle, right? But I want to make I want to I want to look at the games that LeBron didn't play in, and we gonna see is LeBron ducking top tier competition. This isn't a hate. This is a uh, investigation. Now let's take a look here. LeBron was you know he played his first twenty games, okay. He sat out against Sacramento. Sacramento currently is what right now? Well, Sacramento was definitely hot. Yeah, Sacramento's a hot team. They were good. They're still good. That's a contender. That's one contender. He sat out against Phoenix. Phoenix at that time was a contender. That's two. I mean, it isn't currently, so that you know. But at that time, Phoenix was was hot. He sat out against New Orleans. He sat out against Philly. Damn. Oh no, this is a different no, this is a different season. My bad, y'all. Why the fuck would you show me this then? Cause I I'm like, wait a minute, LeBron ain't missed this many games. I'm looking at 2021. This is a stupid ass for me. Don't blame me. Blame my phone. I apologize. All right. All right. Here we go. L.A. Sat out against Utah. As, as I can recall, Utah had a hot start. So that's one contender. He did sit out against Sacramento. That's two contenders. He sat out against Brooke, Brooklyn. That's a contender. So that's three right there. He sat out against Detroit. That's a loser. That doesn't count. That's my team, so I can call him that. He sat out against San Antonio, another loser. He sat out against Phoenix. This is game 16 of the season. Phoenix started off hot. That's four. He sat out against Toronto. That doesn't count. He sat out against Phoenix again, and they ended up losing by 26 points to them. Damn. This is before Phoenix started slumping, so that's five. Okay, and then he sat out against Miami. That's six, technically, right? Where's Miami right now? Miami's a contender. So that's six contenders that he sat out against. And three losers. How many games did he set out? One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine. He sat out against nine teams. And six of them were above 500 and are contending for the playoffs right now. Now, am I doubting that he's hurt? No. this That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that if you are hurt like you say you are, It's a coincidence to me. Six out of nine teams are playoff contenders. That is 67% of those teams are contending for the playoffs. Which leads me back to the question. Is LeBron ducking top-tier competition this year? I'm going to say yes. A lot of y'all going to say I'm hating, but I did the investigation, man. The stats is there. You can look it up yourself. Yeah, I fucked up the first time, but, but I got it right this time, nigga. But anyway, the Cleveland Cavaliers have an interest in trading for Tim Hardaway and Bohan Bogdanovich. I mean, Cleveland's got a chance to go get Hardaway Jr. But what is Dallas's asking price, though? You want to pick? What the Dallas Mavericks really need is a second option. And Cleveland can't offer that to them. They can only offer maybe a decent role player of sorts, they can do role player swaps. Or just send a a, a first-round pick over there for Hardaway Jr. But I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think Dallas wants to trade him, though. But Bogdanovich? Hey, man. Hey, Cleveland. If I was Detroit's GM, hey, Cleveland. Slide us, Mobley, homie. Slide us, Evan Mobley, homie. Slide us Evan Mobley, and we'll gladly send you Bogdanovich, nigga. We want that. Or you can slide us Jared Allen and keep Mobley. I'll take Jared Allen right now. Pause that, but y'all niggas get what the fuck I'm saying. I will take that. That should be the asking price. Evan Mobley or Jared Allen in the first round pick. I say Evan Mobley straight up. We'll we'll take Evan Mobley straight up for him. Or Bohan Bogdanovich for Jared Allen in a first round pick and a second round pick. Rubs hands like Birdman. Jordan Clarkson has turned down an extension from Utah. I ain't going to lie. That's crazy. I wonder how much they offered him that made him so comfortable to turn it down. Now, the question is, is this the right idea? Is this actually smart? Or is it not? <laughs> but um, I think that... Clarkson just wants to be a free agent and cash out, or he maybe he wants to wait to negotiate his shit later. But someone who also turned down the contract extension is Miles Turner. Miles Turner is bound by contract, so you know Indiana can keep him as long as the contract is alive. You understand? But um. Miles Turner wants to be a free agent. He's never had that opportunity to get coveted, and then Miles Turner is talented. He's a guy that can stretch it out to the three. It's not the best with the po- offensive post game, but definitely a rim protector one of the better rim protectors in the league. Now, um, Hit Boy, Hit Boy is touted to possibly doing projects with two artists. Now, what is confirmed is that he is definitely doing an album with Music Soul Child. Now, a lot of people are making jokes about uh, Music Soul Child when he tried rapping and shit. We, I don't want to remember moments like that. I just want to forget mo- that, that, that moment ever existed, you dig? I don't even want to think about it. I don't want to even think about it. But here's the thing, though, I think it's going to be dope. Hit Boys. Has been successful his whole career with the beats, producing whole albums for multiple motherfuckers. He hasn't missed yet. And then another artist that he possibly could be doing a whole album for is Anderson Pack. Anderson Pack? Man. I mean, Anderson Pack is already a great artist on his own. You add Hit Boy's production to that. You may have another classic Anderson Pack album. I mean, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I think every project that Anderson Pack done dropped with the Silk Sonic, even with Silk Sonic, I think all of his projects are classics. Maybe with the exception of Venice. I think Venice is close, but it's not quite there. But definitely Malibu, Oxnard, and An Evening with Silk Sonic, and um, the album after that, I always forget the name of the album after Oxnard, bro. That shit bothers me that I always forget the name of that album. That shit really killed me, bro. That shit really bothers me that I always forget the name of that album. Ventura. Ventura. Got it. Yeah, I fucked up on that one. I always forget the name of that album. But the album is great, though. That's a classic, too. But Stephen Curry returned to the uh, Golden State Warriors tonight. He didn't farewell... In that game, but you could tell that he was trying to find his shot tonight. You know, he wasn't that he didn't play well tonight, but it's good to see him back. But I bet you by next game. He'll be all right. Oh, man. Did y'all niggas see Shaq tonight, bro, with that? With that Carlos Boozer with the Beijing, bro. That shit is hilarious. Shaq, come on, Shaq. Shaquille O'Neal, you tripping, bro. (laughs) You wildin'. Shaquille A. Smith is wildin', B. That nigga wild. That nigga had the airbrush. That nigga got a paint job. Cream on the inside, clean on the outside. Clean on the inside, ice cream paint job. (laughs) Let's move on, man. Let's move on to tonight's games. We got analysis. Yes, we are putting on our uh, analysis hat, and we are going to look at a couple of stats. I'm not going to be on it too long. I promise I'll breeze through this less than a minute on each game because it was seven games tonight, and I got to see some of these. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, yep. All right, first off, there's nothing much to say here. I didn't even know that Joel B was coming back, man, because I definitely would have bet on on him tonight i would have won some more money but anyway man the philadelphia 76ers kicked the shit out of my pistons 147 to 116. we ain't got no defense man we got no answer for mb no answer for maxi no answer for uh tobias harris no answer for james harden it was just the georgia and dcu game all over again And what do we say up in Detroit? Tank for a victor. Tank for a victor. Sadiq Bay shot like shit. Four of 14. Zero of six from three. He still has 17 points. So he made up for it at the free throw line. So that was smart. I mean, Jaden Ivey, Jaden Ivey is dope as fuck, man. Jaden Ivey. He's got a bright future. Wait until him and Cade start working together. And then Killian Hayes is back to shitty in Hayes again. He's playing like he did last year. Two of 11. Not not like the Killian Hayes that I've seen lately. We had seven niggas in double figures and still lost. That's a damn shame. Corey Joseph with a career-high 10 points. (laughs) Alec Burks and Rodney Magruder. I really like these guys. They had 16 and 17 respectively. I like these two. Dope ass players. Hammy Diallo, 14 points. Um, Philadelphia. Joel and B had 36 and 11. That's light work. He should have really put up 60 against us. We ain't got no big man. And Jalen Duran um did not play. And neither did uh Isaiah uh Stewart. Um Harden at 16 points. 12 rebounds and 15 assists. Yo, man. Harden's titties are gone. No titties. No titties. No titties. But, yeah, nothing more to say on this game. Oh, this... I saw this game in its entirety. The Miami Heat beat the OKC Thunder 112-111. to 111. And, um... This was a, a dogfight because the leads were up and down. First, Miami was leading by 10. Then OKC was leading by 10. Then the lead was cut down. And then, you know, Shea Gilligan's Alexander was held to only one point at the end of the first quarter. I was getting worried, it was, you know, for betting purposes. I was worried about it. But he came through for you, nigga. All right? Josh Giddy. Triple-double, 18 points, 15 rebounds, 10 assists. Josh Giddy has a bright future in the NBA. And on once Chad Holmgren come back, look out for OKC, and then they're going to have a top pick in this year's draft. Oh, it's going down. OKC going to go to the play-in next year. You watch. Um, Shea Gilligan's Alexander, 26 points. Um, Jimmy Butler, 35 points. This is Jimmy Butler's best game of the season, in my opinion. If Jimmy Butler is aggressive, Miami has a chance of winning every game. Did y'all see Dwayne Dedman get ejected for arguing with the coaches? I mean, you know, that's Miami, though. Them niggas is wild, man. You know, them niggas get to speak their mind. I thought that shit out of the way Karam Butler was looking at him. Like, he looked like he wanted to swing on Dwayne Detman, nigga. You yeah, know, but I don't know what the fuck the argument was was about. I don't think anyone cared. But um, Max Struess, 22 points. Victor Oladipo, 19 points. Victor Oladipo is also someone to look out for on the most improved player list. Now, the, the bright spot of the game to me was Jamal Cain. Jamal Cain is a rookie. He came out of nowhere. This nigga... I didn't know who the fuck he was, but he was lighting up and spoke kept him in. And he was the key to them winning the game. Jamal Kane hit some big shots. I know he only made three field goals, but those three important field goals down the stretch. You need niggas like that on your team. It's like, that's what Big Shot Bob used to do. But um, yeah, this was a very good game from start to finish. Let's move on to Charlotte and Toronto. Man, LaMelo Ball and Terry Rozier have been lighting it up a lot lately, ever since their explosion on uh, the Bucs. Pause that. But they ended up losing, unfortunately, to the Toronto Raptors, 132 to 120. Five niggas in double figures. You had Mason Plumley with 21 perks? 21 perks? Shit. Mace, Mace Plumley, that gotta be a career high for that motherfucker. I never seen him crack 15. I ain't gonna look it up. I ain't got enough time. Terry Rozier, 33 points. I told y'all that motherfucker. Damn, I'm gonna, I had a chance to bet this motherfucker for four rebounds, and I didn't do it. He had five rebounds. LaMelo Ball, 24 points, 14 assists. Man, I feel so bad for LaMelo Ball. I feel so bad for him. Mark Williams got some clock tonight. Oh, shit. Damn, Mason Plumlee was 9 of 10 from the field. That's wild. But the Toronto Raptors were just too much for them. OG Ananobi shot 6 of 7 from 3, y'all. 22 perts. Damn. Twenty. Uh, Pascal Siakam, 28 points. 7 assists, 8 rebounds. Gary Trent Jr, 24 points. Man, a lot of teams are looking at Gary Trent Jr. Presses Achua, 13 points off the bench. Chris Boucher, 12 points off the bench great team effort tonight, even though they were, weren't were playing like a contending team, but a win is a win, yo. Another great game that I caught around the third quarter. The Utah Jazz get their revenge on Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell had 46 points tonight. This nigga is definitely a top five MVP candidate. You know, since Zion went down that opened up a spot for real because you know, right now, in my eyes, my guys for MVP, number one, Jason Tatum, number two, uh Nikola Jokic, number three, Donovan Mitchell, number four, um huh. This is hard. Luka, Luca, yeah, Luca, number four. And Joel Embiid at number five. So, again, my top five current MVP candidates today as it stands. I know y'all tired of hearing this, but you're going to see the video, nigga. Tatum, Jokic, Mitchell, Luka, Embiid. All right. So, let's get to this jazz shit, right? They beat the Cleveland Cavaliers 116 to 114. As I mentioned before, Donovan Mitchell, 46 points, 6 assists, 5 rebounds. Darius Garland, 21 points, 6 assists. Evan Mobley, 12 points. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody else helped, god damn it. I guess Jared Allen got hurt in this game. Because um he only played, what, six minutes and 45 seconds? Something must have happened to that kid. Prayers to him. I didn't see the first half but I caught the second half and the ending. Laurie Markkinen, 25 points, 16 rebounds. That's another guy that's a most improved player candidate right there in Laurie Markkinen. Jesus. This is insane. That kid is putting up major numbers. Yeah, because I had a rough draft of my top 50 list that I'm still not done with. I'm still not done with my top 50 current NBA players based on this season. And it could get ugly for a lot of your favorite players. Um, Jordan Clarkson, 32 points. 5 of 11 from 3. 11 19 from the field. Clarkson can light it up. A lot of teams have been looking at him, but Utah want to keep him, but he don't want to stay there because he turned down two extension offers from them. That's a cause for concern. You got to pay that nigga. Pay that man. And they won without Taylor Horton Tucker, Colin Sexton, and Kelly Olenek, too. Wow. Move on to Phoenix and Golden State. This was a disappointing game because all of Golden State's starters are back. Steph Curry returned. Andrew Wiggins returned. And they ended up losing to the Phoenix Suns 125 to 130. Without the services. Without the services of Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton. Landry Shaman, Cameron Payne, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, all did not play. If you would have told me they did not play, I'm glad I didn't bet on them motherfuckers to win. And the, and the crazy part was, them niggas was a plus 450 underdog. And I thought about betting that shit until I heard Curry was coming back. Because if Curry didn't play... Oh, I would have picked that underdog. Hands down. But um, let's look at the stats. Steph Curry ended up with 24 points. Even though he didn't the first three quarters, he did not play well. But he got in the shooting rhythm. Shooters shoot. They're going to find their rhythm. That's the same case with Clay. I was rough on Clay earlier in the season, but. He deserved that criticism. But now Clay has bought it back as he was averaging 36 points the last six games, even though he only finished with 29 points, which is still great. Six three pointers, yo. Six of 14. Steph Curry was eight of 22. Yeah. Draymond Green <laughs> almost got a double double, though. But the wrong way. He had had 12 rebounds and six assists and five points. Kevon Looney, one point. Ooh, we got to bet the under on that motherfucker. Wiggins had five steals, though. Jordan Poole. That's what got them back into the game. Because I was on it. I'd put a status that's saying the pool has evaporated. As soon as I put that shit, though, Jordan Poole starts getting buckets like he went and looked at Twitter and saw that shit and was just like, "Ah, you bitch-ass nigga can Fuck you, nigga. Bow, bow. But on the Phoenix side of things, Michael Bridges, man, something told me to bet that kid. 26 points, 9 rebounds. Dwayne Washington Jr. Phoenix gotta keep this kid. You line it up. 21 points. Damian Lee, on his ring ceremony night, he went and got his championship ring from Golden State. 22 points on ring night and a dub. Dario Saric, now this dude right here, I if I'm a, a suspecting NBA team, I'd be calling up Phoenix about this guy. He can come in and immediately help a team. Because once everybody comes back from cam johnson to um campaign and deandre ayton all those guys come back right he's gonna be buried in the rotation i know he was recovering from that acl but could you imagine him on utah right now coming off the bench like he can help a whole lot of teams he had 19 points 7 assists and 9 rebounds. Very skilled player. Let's move on to the Orlando Magic versus the Portland Trail Blazers. Yeah, Magic and Blazers. This was a low-scoring game. I know as the Magic beat the Blazers 109-106. to 106. I know 109-106 in these days and times is considered a low-scoring game. But it was low-scoring for today's time. And from a team like Portland that likes to light it up like they do, the Orlando Magic with their um, wingspans definitely bothered the shooting of Damian Lillard and Anthony Simons. But they ended up getting their shit together in the fourth quarter, but they just couldn't close the game out against the Magic as Simons missed the game winner. Now, Franz Watner, 29 points. Jesus. Quallo Benchero, 19 points, 10 rebounds. Wendell Carter Jr., 20 points and 10 rebounds. Wendell Carter Jr. is turning out to be a quality player. A lot of people viewed him as a draft bust, which is wild to me. But, yeah, people have said these crazy things. Markel Fultz shot 7 of 8 tonight, 18 points. If Markel Fultz could just stay healthy, he could be a quality pro in this league. And I think the Magic should keep him. I think he'd be perfect for the Magic. Um, Dame Lillard ended with 30 points. He shot two of 12 from three. That's unlike Dame. That's not the Dame Dollar that I know. Anthony Simons had 15 points. He shot horrible. 6 of 16. 2 9 from 3. Joseph Nurkic was the bright spot tonight. He had 22 points and 10 rebounds. Man. Great game. But they just couldn't close the deal in in Portland, man. That's a disappointing loss, though, for the, the Trailblazers. Now, last game before I get the fuck up out of here. The Los Angeles Clippers beat the Dallas Mavericks 113-101. to And let me tell you something. They did it without Paul George. That's big. And Kawhi Leonard, for the first time this season, well, the first time in a while. I'm not going to say first time this season, but definitely the first time since that Charlotte Hornets game. He showed up. It's about time because I was going to shit on Kawhi Leonard for how poor he was playing on this show. But tonight, just for the night, he's vindicated for now. But Dallas didn't go out without a fight. Shout out to Luka Doncic. My friends know what's up with why I'm shouting him out. 43 points, 11 rebounds, and 7 assists. Yeah, this kid is an MVP candidate, boy. My goodness. That dude balling. In a loss. Spencer Denway, 13 points. Tim Hardaway, 16 points. Yeah, man. The thing is, Luca has to. I mean, I understand that Luca wants to do most of the production, but that's that LeBron James syndrome. Are you sure you want to play like that? Because Luca. It's going to be in a lot of big playoff games. Like, Luka needs that number two guy that he trusts in that could also put up 30 a night. You're not going to win the championship playing this way. But um, Kawhi Leonard had 33 points and 9 rebounds, you Great game from that guy. And Norm Powell, oh, man, I wanted Detroit to get that guy. I really wanted Detroit to get him. You know what I mean? That's tough. Norm Powell, 27 points, 8 of 14 from the field. He was incredible tonight. Man, he had this dunk. That had me going crazy, bro. All right, y'all. That's my show. I want to thank you guys for fucking with me and tuning in. This is Kano Uncensored, the square up God, and I'm out of here.